Welcome to Harvey's Huddle. I'm Jackson Harvey. Welcome to week 14 in the NFL. Got lots to talk about today. Not a ton to talk about. It's not going to be 45 minutes like some of those other episodes that I've had, but going to stick with the shorter layout today. Talk about the top 10 teams in the NFL and we're going to be looking at a few games here that I think are the best games of the week as well. The most competitive, everything around that. So, um, Just want to mention, I had a great week last week watching all these games and seeing all the results. I even ended up getting one result exactly right. Minnesota and Jacksonville, 24-21. Didn't predict the overtime game, but pretty proud of that. I went 13 and 2 last week with all my predictions and I'm 52 for 21 on this season, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. I don't know if y'all want to share that around because I feel like I'm a genius and I think people need to understand that I'm a genius. Go check out my Instagram at Harvey's Huddle. Um I'm going to post all of my predictions there every week and that's going to include the three predictions that I'm going to give in these episodes. I'm hoping as well to get a little fantasy episode going. It'll be like 10 or 15 minutes uh, this week. I know a lot of people are starting their fantasy championship runs in the playoffs uh, this week, or they started last week, or they might even start next week. So we'll take a look at some players that you can snag on your teams to really make a championship run, or... If you're like me, make a run in the consolation bracket and feel good about yourself at the end of the season. Let's take a look at my top 10. Um, At number 10, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I didn't have them in my top 10 list last week, but uh, with Lamar Jackson back at the helm and back after his issues, they looked really solid against the Cowboys on Tuesday. Uh, Lamar, he didn't have the best like throwing game but all around they played pretty decently it's not hard to play decently against the Cowboys which is why I don't have them any higher than 10 but I think they played a good enough game to kick the Colts out of that number 10 spot at number 9 I've got the Buccaneers I'm not going to move them from that number 9 spot I really am not confident in them as a team and they had a bye week last week so we didn't get to see Tom Brady throw his three interceptions um, at number eight, I've got the Seahawks. <laughs> I I don't know what happened with them. I don't know what's going on. But to lose to the Giants and Colt McCoy, not even Danny Dimes, Colt McCoy and the Giants. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Um, Giants are looking pretty decent coming down this home stretch. I think they've won three or four in a row. Their defense is looking solid, but... Seattle, they just, they looked lost. I I really don't know how they managed to lose that game, but they dropped down a lot because of it. And number seven, I have the Titans. Uh, I don't have them moving anywhere because I think they are a good team, and luckily for them, the Seahawks lost pretty bad. So I like the Titans. I think they're an okay team. I don't think they're great. Uh, Derrick Henry really got stifled by that Cleveland Browns defense. Um, 
and the offense really came back in the second half, but not enough to beat Baker Mayfield's four touchdowns. Uh, the defense needs to get some turnovers. They need to be able to get the ball back for their offense in order for them to be able to do anything. So uh, I got the Titans at seven. At number six, I've got the overrated Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I have them falling all the way to six because of previous games, not just because of their loss to the Washington football team, but also because of their near losses to uh, the Cowboys and uh, Ravens practice squad, pretty much. So I really don't think their offense is much to talk about. Um, we'll talk about their Pittsburgh or the their Buffalo game uh, later on in the episode. At number five, I've got the Cleveland Browns. I haven't had them in a top ten list all season, but I am really loving Baker Mayfield right now. He is playing great football. Um, again, Cleveland's one of the teams we'll talk about their games later on, but I think this this team is really good. To have a defense stifle Derrick Henry like they did and to just dominate the way that they did on Sunday, it was it was great to watch. At number four, I've got the Green Bay Packers. I really like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, congrats to him. He threw his 400th touchdown pass, I believe, um, on Sunday to Devontae Adams. They have a good defense as well, and they're just they're a solid football team. At number three, I've got the New Orleans Saints. Taysom Hill really showed off this week um, with his arm, not just his legs. He had over 250 passing yards and a couple touchdowns thrown in there as well. Um I think it really proved that he has an arm to work with. He's not just a running quarterback, but he can really throw the ball as well. They have a great defense too, so I think they're just a, a great team. And then the top three now in the league. At number two, I've got the Buffalo Bills. I've been asked a couple of questions about this, uh, why I have the Bills higher than the Saints, and I really think the Bills are doing well at really destroying the worst teams. I think that's what makes Pittsburgh fall so much is that they kept close games against some of the worst teams in the league. Whereas the Bills, they came out against San Francisco on Monday night and they blew them out of the water. It was it was amazing to watch. Josh Allen is playing great football, just like Baker Mayfield. Um, I just think that the Bills are the second best team in the league. I don't see the Saints coming in and beating them the way that they're playing right now only downside they need a better rushing game which they had a better day on monday but they need to be consistent there and number one i've got the kansas city chiefs obvious reasons they're a great team they struggled a little bit against denver on sunday night but i still think they're an amazing team they've got the talent to really make another super bowl run and i i think they're the best team in the league i don't see anyone beating them right now there you have it. That's my top 10 list. Ravens, Bucks, Seahawks, Titans, Steelers, Browns, Packers, Saints, Bills, and then the Chiefs. Let me know what you think on my Instagram or on my Twitter at Harvey underscore Huddle. Uh, I'll ask a question or two about it in the next couple days as well. Let's go on to a few game previews. First, I want to look at a battle for the third wildcard spot in the AFC. The Indianapolis Colts taking on the Vegas Raiders. This is, again, a huge game for control of that number three wildcard spot. Um, Vegas can win this and then 
they'd obviously hold the tiebreaker against Indianapolis. Or if Indianapolis wins this, they build a two-game lead over Vegas. Only other team that is involved in that close race is Baltimore right now at 7-5 and five as well. Indianapolis at 8-4 and four and Vegas is at 7-5-2. Now, I say that Vegas almost has a playoff spot, but holy cow, I don't know how they came out of that game on Sunday with a win. Um, they've really had a rough couple weeks. They had a blowout against Atlanta, and they had a near loss to the Jets. Uh, but Carr, he looked pretty decent on Sunday against New York. He went 28-47, of 47, 381 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. Uh, their tight end, Waller, he had 200 of those 381 receiving yards and two touchdowns as well. Uh, he was probably the single reason my wife lost in fantasy football on Sunday, but I think he racked up like 48 points total. They were very lucky against the Jets that the recently unemployed Greg Williams decided to send an all-out blitz on the last play of the game. I, Just a side note, I don't know how he can do that. I don't know how he's paid to throw a game like that, but he's fired anyways. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, the Raiders' defense right now, they're tied for the third fewest sacks in the NFL with 15, and they've allowed the second most rushing touchdowns in the NFL as well with 19. Um, Indianapolis has had a couple of tough games as well the past couple of weeks, but most recently they beat Houston 26-20. Rivers went 27-35 in that game, 285 yards and two touchdowns. T.Y. Hilton went for 110 receiving yards and a touchdown as well. Uh, their defense over in Indianapolis, they've only allowed 15 passing touchdowns in the season, which is tied for the third least. And they have 13 interceptions, which is tied for the fifth most. The offensive line for the Colts, they've only allowed 15 sacks on the season. So the offense has allowed the same amount of sacks that the defense for the Raiders have gotten all season. Um, so expect Indianapolis to really take over the trenches in this game. And Indianapolis's offense, they're tied for the first most rushing yards per carry with 3.7. I really like Indianapolis here. I think Vegas has been really inconsistent. They've only really played well against the Chiefs in the last few weeks. Um, I think Indianapolis defense, they're going to stiffen up. Josh Jacobs is a beast for the Raiders. I think he should have a good game, but I don't think it'll be enough. I I think um, Indianapolis takes this one 28-17. Now we're going to talk about Pittsburgh taking on the Buffalo Bills. I, I really did call it, though. I, I called it. I predicted that Washington was going to beat um, Pittsburgh, and I predicted a score of... 24 to 17 and it was 23 to 17 so I was pretty proud about that uh, Washington really looked good against the Steelers and that's saying something Washington's defense is pretty good too but when you have six attempts on the one yard line to get into the end zone and you can't do it something's wrong with your running game Pittsburgh and here's what it is Roethlisberger 
through 53 times on Sunday. He went 33 of 53, 305 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Um, this team had only 13 rushing attempts for 21 yards total on the night. That's all. And that's not including Roethlisberger's one attempt at not getting sacked for zero yards. In the past five games, Pittsburgh's thrown the ball 53 times this past game, 51 times against the Ravens, 46 times three games ago, 46 times four games ago, 42 times five games ago. They have the second most passing attempts in the league with 488. And if you're passing 53 times in a game and you just barely have 300 yards and you only have two touchdowns and you have an interception in there, something's wrong. And you only have 13 rushing attempts? What's what's going on? What is going on in Pittsburgh? James Conner has been out. It looks like he's going to be back in this week. But I don't know if it's going to do much. I don't know if Connor is the answer. I think they need to be just all together more committed to the run. Trying to get something going in the running game. Um, their defense, of course, is really good. I've talked about them a lot. Uh, they have the least sacks allowed on offense, by the way, with 10. I don't think... I think Big Ben hasn't been sacked in the last five games, which is phenomenal props to the offensive line there another thing about their rushing game though they have the second most or their passing game they have the second most pass attempts in the league but they have the fifth lowest yards per attempt with 6.4 yards so every time they throw the ball the average is six yards that's crazy if you're passing the ball that much and you're only getting six yards per attempt it's just I don't get it. I don't get what the offensive coordinator is doing there. Um, back to the sacks. The offensive line, they've only allowed 10 sacks on the season. And the defense for the Steelers, they have the most sacks in the NFL with 44. That's got to be a record if they keep that going in the in the last part of this season. I don't know. I don't know if a team's ever uh, had the least sacks allowed and the most sacks on defense in a season. They're good defense with the stats, but they got mangled. Not mangled, but they looked bad against the red or the football team. Let's look at the Bills. Josh Allen, he had a great game. He went 32 for 40, 375 yards and four touchdowns. See, if you're throwing 40 plus times a game, those are the numbers that you should be having Roethlisberger. Beasley and Diggs, they combined for 222 yards total out of that 375 yards by Allen. Uh, Beasley had 130, Diggs had 92. They also added in a touchdown. And out of the 40 attempts, Beasley and Diggs were targeted 21 times. So more than half of Josh Allen's throws are going to Beasley or Diggs, which that's great. Beasley had a great game. Diggs is a great receiver. I don't see Pittsburgh really being able to stop that. The Bills' offense is tied for the fourth most passing touchdowns in the league with 28. 
They also had the fifth highest quarterback rating in the league with 107.2, and they have the third highest completion percentage with 69.9%. And the only people that are above them are the Seahawks and someone else, but the Seahawks have 70%, so they're basically tied for second. Uh, the rushing game needs to continue to be good and consistent this game. I think Singletary had 92 yards last game. No touchdowns. Um, Josh Allen is their leading rusher. He has five or six touchdowns on the season. Um, so they need to really get a good rushing game going against the Steelers. The football team didn't really have much of a rushing game after Antonio Gibson went down so really in Monday's game, but I think the Bills could really run all over the Steelers' def- or defense, and they can have a really good balanced attack. I really think the Steelers are going to disappoint here. I know Connor's coming back. I don't think it's going to do much against a really good Bills defense. Um, I think Allen is just playing way too well for the Steelers to win this game. I see... I see Josh Allen throwing another three or four touchdowns, another 300-plus yard game, and I see that the Bills are going to win this one 30-20. Finally, let's take a look at the Cleveland-Baltimore game. Uh, This one's the Monday Nighter, so a really good game against a couple of good teams. Uh, The Browns have a four-game winning streak right now. I really think that this team is going to win the AFC North. I think Pittsburgh is going to have a downward spiral in this latter part of December, and I think Cleveland is going to win the AFC North and get a number two or number three seed in the playoffs. Mayfield, he went 25 of 33 against the Titans, 334 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. This guy hasn't thrown an interception in five straight games, which is incredible. I know I was ragging on him a little bit because he hadn't thrown a passing touchdown since week seven he threw one I think his first one was week 12 but he hasn't thrown an interception in five games I don't care if you're not throwing touchdowns in the kind of games that he was playing as long as you're not turning the ball over I would be happy especially with the way that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are playing right now Uh, speaking of Chubb and Hunt they are still insanely effective I think Uh, the Browns are number two in terms of rushing yards in the NFL with 1,893. Only person above them is Baltimore. The offense has the fifth least passing yards in the NFL, however, with 2,568, and the sixth least completion percentage with 62.8%. I think that a lot of that comes from their two games with just terrible weather that happened a couple months ago. Their defense has allowed the fourth most passing touchdowns in the NFL with 25, but they have forced the most fumbles in the NFL with 11. Uh, The next closest one is eight. So they have three more fumbles than the the second place one in the NFL. Uh, The Ravens handily beat the Cowboys on on Tuesday. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he was 12 for 17, 107 yards through the air. Two touchdowns and one interception. He added 94 yards on the ground and a touchdown on a fourth and two, which was pretty fancy. Really bad gap present by the Cowboys there as well. But um, This Ravens team, I don't think they're confused. I think a lot of people see them as confused, but I think they're just not 
very well balanced. It's like the Steelers. The Steelers are very heavily committed to the pass, apparently. But the Ravens are really committed to this running game, and that's why they have the most rushing yards in the NFL with 2028. It's hard for them to have a winning formula that way, I think. Especially when your quarterback, when you need him to pass the ball, he's been unable to. Um, they have the most twenty, the most rushes of twenty or more yards with twenty-one of those, and they also have the third most fumbles in the NFL on offense with eight. That's not a very good sign coming into a game with the team that forces the most fumbles in the NFL. So expect, I expect Lamar to fumble it a couple of times here. Mark Ingram's been pretty ineffective all season. Gus Edwards should have a pretty decent game going. Um, their defense is mediocre on the Ravens' side of the ball. It's not great, but they're not terrible. I really think the, de- the Ravens' defense is going to struggle against Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Um, they're rolling right now, and if Sunday's any indication, I think they're going to be rolling into the playoffs come January. Uh, the offense for the Ravens, they're too one-dimensional for me to be able to do well. I think Miles Garrett is going to have a game that could set him apart for Defensive Player of the Year. I see him getting a sack or two and multiple tackles for losses if the Ravens want to stick with the passing or the running game. Like I said, Lamar's going to fumble it a couple of times. Cleveland's going to win this one pretty handily, I think, 34-17. to so those are the three games I'm looking at to be the best games of the week. Cleveland taking on Baltimore, Pittsburgh taking on Buffalo, and Indianapolis taking on the Raiders. Let me know what you think. I'm going to post the rest of my predictions uh, later on, including the Thursday night predictions. But yeah, let me know what you think on Instagram, at Harvey's Huddle, on Twitter, at Harvey underscore Huddle. Um, I hope you all are having a good holiday season, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Jackson Harvey. This has been Harvey's Huddle. Take care.